Hi, this is Deborah, your podcast host for A Positive Influence. It's a new year and it's been a few weeks since I've done a podcast. However, that is a positive because I've been doing really well with the writing of my book and I'm about halfway there now. After chatting with a couple of my friends, they thought combining my poetry with various topics I'm writing about in my book would be a good idea. I'll endeavour to do this every few weeks, briefly discussing parts of my book without giving the entire plot away, as I hope you'll buy it when it's completed. Then I'll finish with a reflective poem I've written relative to the subject I've been discussing. I've been writing poetry for many years and I hope, once the book is finished, to put together an anthology of my poems for publication. In the meantime, I'm entering the odd one or two into competitions. So I do hope you will enjoy these brief sessions. Today, I'm going to talk about loss and the associated suffering. Loss comes in many shapes and forms, covering a variety of different relationships. It could be the sudden death of a work colleague, friend or family member with no time to say goodbye, or someone who's been ill for a while where there has been time to prepare. We've all been touched by death in one way or another. Many years ago now, one of my first grown-up friends passed away suddenly one evening without any warning. She lived in the flat below mine and often invited me for supper and there'd always be a delicious bottle of wine. She'd lived in America for several years and had some beautiful framed prints on her wall, which I later discovered were by Pietro Anigoni. And in her memory, I bought some of the same paintings and I've kept them ever since. And whenever I look at them, I think of her. People cope with loss in various ways. When a partner has passed away, often the person left behind will continue to have a conversation with them as if they were still there in the room with them, perhaps reflecting on how they might have done something differently. This is a very natural and lovely way to cope as talking aloud gives your inner thoughts space to breathe. A friend recently overheard her elderly father doing just that and found it very endearing. My father does similar and frequently talks to me about how his wife, my mother, enjoyed various pastimes and it keeps her memory alive for him so she becomes part of his days. Often we are unaware of underlying issues that can cause death. Recently, a previous work colleague, who was so gregarious and full of life, but underneath deeply sad, took her own life. It is very difficult to comprehend the depth of despair and suffering that afflicts the most unlikely of people we know to such an end, that on the surface they seem okay, but underneath are really struggling. Some people are reticent to talk to others for help, or seek out professional support, and I have found my way of coping with various traumas is to write and let others know that they are not alone. Sometimes loss comes in the form of dementia or Alzheimer's, where the person you once knew is mentally no longer able to recognise you or remember events anymore. This is such a difficult parting, because the person is still there physically. I worked in a care home briefly for dementia patients as an activities coordinator, where we did lots of activities, important to keep their minds as actively employed as possible. We did cooking, arts and crafts, and singing, which was the most rewarding. 
Something happens to the brain when familiar songs are sung. Even when suffering from dementia, they could remember all the lyrics. It was very uplifting. There can be life-changing accidents where a person is suddenly disabled and becomes almost a different person. I have been going through a difficult time and feeling very low, so I sat down and wrote how I was feeling. When I'd finished, I came across an article. Around a year ago, an author who was fully active suffered an extraordinary accident that caused him total physical disability, something I would never be able to endure. He can no longer use his arms or legs and is totally reliant on others now for his day-to-day life. Yet his determination has enabled him to still write by dictating his work to his son. It put things in perspective, reflecting on those suffering more than I, and gave me back my courage and a resilience to keep going. However, it is vitally important to remember that mental health is fundamental and everything is relative and unique to our own situations. It could be a temporary parting, where a loved one has gone away to war, or become estranged, or taken from you. There are parents who have been forced to leave their children behind, where an abusive partner has manipulated and turned their children against the wronged party, sometimes for many years often when children are young and impressionable. Whilst writing my book, several cases in this respect have come to light. How parents have endured this parting, I find unimaginable. Then there are failed relationships, where the hurt is still raw from the separation and the loss of love, trust and respect. Sadly, I have known a few of these. They are the backbone of my book, together with overcoming adversity in its many guises. I will touch on those next time. So, to finish today, I have written a poem called The Pain of Suffering, a reflection of a temporary parting that I hope will one day be reconciled. The Pain of Suffering O eternal beauty of dawn's first light, harsh against my soul in plight, Gather, dark thunder clouds of rain, that you may count my tears the pain. Thorns tearing at my heart, blood red, like the crown they thrust upon your head. Where lies your purpose that I suffer so? The page is blank, no words to show. Heartfelt memories before me lie, childhood toys an image glimpsed, I cry whose nature is love, reprisal grief, pain alone endures, bears my belief. Watery, winter sun, bleak you bring, where the blossom bright, my youth of spring. Harvest time today, create tomorrow, grant me strength, hope from sorrow. Unfold your plans, Give direction whole, let your heart unbound, touch my soul. Relinquish despair, let me breathe, grasp your hand, lead me to believe, that one day he will return alive. Heightened endeavour, I must survive, 
immense void filled, sun breaking through, unravel my dreams, they will come true. O oh, eternal beauty of dawn's first light, lifting now my soul in flight, beneath my wings hope rises tall, God in his wisdom will not let me fall. I've entered that poem into a competition, so fingers crossed. This is Deborah signing off.